Okay, uh, welcome to another nice uh, Wednesday night shiur. Welcome everyone. Welcome uh, all Torah Anytime viewers. Refresh them out to Yom Tov. Jamul. Padre Rachel, Vizal Hashem, and Refresh them out. Yeshua Ben Rina, Refresh them out for anybody who needs Refresh them who needs Atzacha, who needs Beracha. Vizal Hashem, the Shkud HaTorah should protect all Am Yisrael. We should bring Mashiach now, Vizal Hashem. You know, if it's live, you can answer Amen on recording. But if it's not live, you're not allowed to answer amen. That means if you're not allowed. Mark, I said you're not allowed. What were you thinking? No, no, you're not allowed. Again, let's say I make a barakash, I call the Yabud Baro on camera. So the guy's listening on camera. And he answers amen. Asur. It's amen, bad things can happen to the person. If it's live, it's something else. If it's live, it's something else. If it's live and he's seeing something else, something else. But if it's not live, he, he didn't make a beracha now. He made a beracha two days ago and he's answering Amen. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? He makes a beracha when he makes a beracha. It's, it's like imagine I make shakon the other I drink. And after that, uh, at the end of the show, he answers Amen. Like, what are you doing? It's not, uh, I didn't make, I made shakon two days ago. He <laughs> makes Amen now. So it's a suit to answer Amen. So therefore, now what? Here yeah, now, so it's okay to answer Amen. Okay. Let's go on. And what I'd like to discuss today, something about <coughs> Shavuot, I was debating what to speak about, the parashah, not the parashah, Shavuot, not Shavuot, but I say, no, Shavuot is coming. So I like to speak about Shavuot, about Matan Torah, about the holy day, the holiest day when Victor Miller used to say, if you had one day, one day that could go back in time, what would it be? Would it be, what, what day would you go back in time? Would it be by the man when the, when, when, when the food would be coming down? Which day would it be that you would want <coughs> to, to see back. Rabbi Mili used to say, Matan Torah. Matan Torah was the day where God opened up all the heavens. And Hashem said, look, you see Hashem? And they were able to see there was nobody but God in life and od levado. There's nobody but Hashem. Everything else is only existing because Hashem wants it to exist. The second God pulls away His will, it won't exist. You have to know that. It won't exist. Like it says, Hashem creates the world anew, a brand new because it's not like autopilot. People think autopilot, oh, He created the six days of creation and He left. You know, it's a, you know, I think it's a cruise control. You know, you press cruise control, let it drive by itself. He thinks it's a Tesla car, Tesla world. No, 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 no. doesn't happen like that. God is involved. Hashem is involved. And it says in Messiah Hulim, you will not be able to stub your toe if it wasn't decreed from heaven beforehand. Again, a guy wakes up in the middle of the night. He's going to the fridge. He wants a bottle of water. He goes down, oh, he stubs his toe on the thing. It was Chanel, it was decreed from Shemaim that he was going to stub his toe. Not that. The exact toe. Sometimes it's the second toe and it's not the thumb toe. You know, exactly that toe was decreed. And exactly how hard. And exactly that spot. And exactly that time. And exactly that second. You have to believe that the Simunah Shlema, Hashem Mashgiach Alakol Hashem is guarding our lives to the teeth. We can't do uh, crazy things in life. But just know when things happen in your life, God is, God is guarding every single step of our lives. Now, when it came to Matan Torah, it says over there, 
How big was the Luchot? What size was the Luchot? Does anybody know? How tall was it? Anybody else? Close, Jimmy. Sixth Fakhim. This is a Midrash. It's by, in, in, when it speaks, everybody knows the story when Moshe went up to heaven to get the Torah, correct? Moshe goes up to heaven, he gets the Torah, and he says, Alright, I'm handing the Torah. Who gets involved? Malachim. The Malachim. What do the angels say? What do you mean? He's giving the Torah to a human being? Come on! The guy's eating french fries. You're going to give him the Torah? Come on! There's jug over here. And he has to have his ketchup with it and his, uh, you know, and all the sauces, garlic mayo and this sauce and that sauce. And he has the big gold, don't forget. And he has the Slurpee and he has the iced coffee and he has the this. You're going to give him with the whipped cream and the cinnamon on top. You're going to give him the Torah? You know what the Torah is? Come on! Give it to the angels. We're holy. We're, we're sitting there. We have no sin. We have no... Come on! He says, no, 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 no. Giving it to the people. Moshe said, Hashem tells Moshe, Moshe, answer them. Moshe says to Hashem, Hashem, I can't. They'll burn me. The angels. Hashem tells Moshe, Moshe, grab onto my kisekavod. Grab my kisekavod and answer them. Moshe goes and grabs on Hashem's kisekavod. And what does he tell the angels? Anybody know? Mark, what does he say? He says, what do you have, Jimmy? He says that you have to do Oh, very nice. Now I got it. Now Jimmy got it. You see, Jimmy's going now. Now you see. He says, do you guys have a father and mother? Do you really have a father and mother? No. Okay, I thought so. Because he didn't say it like that, of course. With respect, with respect. <laughs> says, he says, but the Torah says, Kabed et abicha. Respect your father, respect your mother. I'm sorry, angels. You guys are not father and mother. There's a proof that the Torah belongs to the human beings and not to the angels. In that Midrash, it says that when Moshe was getting the Luchot, when Moshe was getting the Ten Commandments, it says that it was six Tfachim. A Tefach is a fist. A closed fist. That's the size of one Tefach. So imagine it's about six of closed fists. That was the Luchot, the size of the Luchot. This is a Midrash. Rabbi Achiyah says that that was six Tfachim. And he says that Moshe held on to Luchot two Tfachim. Hashem held on to Luchot two Tfachim. And there was two Tfachim that nobody was holding on to. Now the Nezer Kodesh, he says, you know, there's no coincidence, there's no... There's a reason why Moshe was holding only on two tfachim. And why was Hashem holding on two tfachim? And why the middle was two tfachim and nobody was holding on to that? Why couldn't they be holding on three and three, half and half? It was, uh, what's going on? It was a third and a third. Moshe held on a third. Hashem held on a third. Everything was a... What is the explanation behind Moshe and Hashem holding Luchot at that type of measurement? You had a question, everybody? Very good. But you had a question? You had a question? Yeah, you had a question though? I asked if you had a question, not the answer. You had a question? Everybody has a question. Okay. I'm going to give you the answer. So, of course, Mark has his answer. Scammers, what Mark? He's saying the physical object. How are you going to physical? How do you hold? Right? <laughs> what does that mean? But, 
And how true that is, because you can hold like this, you can hold like that. There's a million ways to hold. You, know, so you have to hold like that too. There's more deeper than that. And that the Nezah Kodesh brings down that we know there's something we know, Torah Shebechtav, the written law. The written law is open for everybody. I mean, go look. Go look. Chumash. You open up the Chumash, you can read. This is what happened to Abraham. This is what happened to Yitzhak. This is what happened to Yaakov. This is what happened here. This is what happened, this is what happened here. This is what happened here. You can read it. That is the written law. Now you have something else, and that is the mystical. Now when you go to mystical, you're talking about sod. You're talking about secrets of the Torah, when not everybody hits the level of getting those secrets. You hear what I just said or no? It says in the Pasuk, Sod there's a special secrets of the Torah that Hashem gives to certain people, to the ones who fear Him. You know what we say when we see a big, big Chacham? Like Chacham of Adya Yosef. You know what the people used to say when they saw Chacham of Adya Yosef? Like Rabbi Yashiv. You know what they used to see? Chaim Kenya. You know? What do they say? Baruch that Hashem gave His Chokhmah to the ones who fear Him. There's certain wisdoms that God Himself has to reveal to you. How do we see that? Anybody know? The Zohar. The Zohar was the secrets of the Torah that was revealed to the Bishim of He revealed it to us. A lot of it He revealed to us. But there's certain things like Sefer Yetzirah, Maaseh Markava. Things where a person in his lifetime might not hit. He might not get those mysticals of the Torah. God gives special gifts for those high level wisdom. And that's why, if you look, and there's one other third type of category of the Torah, which is what? Of course, don't get me started with Pardes. Pardes, we know. Pshat, Remes, Derush, Sod, we know that. But there's another, th- a third part of the Torah, which is Torah Shabal Peh. Torah law. That was passed down from generation, from generation, from generation to generation. Orally. No written down. It wasn't written down. Came Rebbe. Rebbe Hanasi. Rebbe was the first one. Rebbe Huda Hanasi said, If I don't write it down now, the generations are getting weaker and they will forget the Torah completely, the oral law completely. Instead of being Torah Shabbat Peh, Rebbe went ahead and the Baitotel of Ashi and they started writing down the oral law and that is what the Talmud Bavli, the Babylonian Talmud, the Talmud Yerushalmi, the Jerusalem Talmud, they wrote it down. And that is a third level. You know what that level is? That level you got to work for. How many times when, a per- when I give classes, when it comes to the Torah, Chumash, Rabbi, you're giving a Chumash class? Can I have hundreds of people, 300 people, 400 people, why not? But sometimes when it comes to the Gemara class, the Gemara is all alone, where you got to rock up your brain. 
you got to crack your brain to try to figure out what the rabbi is speaking about. And you can't just chill out with what? With fire poppers and schnitzels and things like that popping in your mouth and trying to figure out. You really start have to concentrate. That's when you separate the men from the women. I don't want to say woman, you know, the racism <laughs> on camera. But uh, that's when you separate the men from the mice, as they say. You know what I'm saying? Men from the children. Men from, uh, there you go. Mark said it good. Men from the children. Men from the kids. You separate the men from the kids. That's the truth. Because what? Sometimes I'll tell you personally. I want to go, like Bobby says, I love it, like brain surgery, you're hitting the brain, you're rocking the brain. You understand, sometimes I want to go deeper. Myself, I want to go deeper. I'm trying to give it over. But I see sometimes a person that's sitting in the shiurim, he can't handle it. Why? Because he doesn't understand that he has to focus, he has to concentrate, he has to pull through, he has to forget about everything. All of a sudden he has a buzz in his pocket. Oh, who is this? You know, forget the Gemara. And then he said, Rabbi, I, I don't know if this Gemara is for me. I really don't know. Of course you don't know, because you're not, you're not paying attention. <laughs> Every Gemara, I don't think this Gemara is for me. So which Gemara is for you? I don't know, Rabbi. I'm not enjoying it. You have one guy in the shoe. I'm telling you, come to shoe in the morning. You have one guy in the shoe in the morning. He's loving it. He's great. He never woke up in his life 7.30 in the morning to learn Torah. You know that? We have a guy. He never in his life. Rabbi, he told today, he tells me, I can't believe I wake up 7.30 in the morning. You know? He never woke up. You know? All of a sudden, he's waking up. What happened? What happened? He loves it. He enjoys it. Because this is the guy who concentrates and focuses in the Gemara. He breaks his head to figure it out. He breaks his head to figure it out. And then you have another guy. I'll call him every morning. Call every morning. But he feels like he's checking in, checking out. Oh, I checked in. I, I, I learned today. But he doesn't focus. He's spacing out. He's making his coffee. He's making sure there's creamer and there's cinnamon on top. You know? Hey, come on. You think you're being serious right now? You gotta work. Do you know Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai? You know Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai? Everybody knows Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Correct? Yes or no? So Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, you know, you know why? You know how many years he was standing in a cave? Anybody know how many years he was in a cave? Thirteen years in a cave. How'd you know that, Jimmy? Must be have a good rabbi, Jimmy. Must be have a good rabbi. Anyway, says like this. Says, says. That he was in the cave for 13 years. He was running away from the Romans. Now, anybody know what he was eating, you know, yeah, in the cave? Carobs and water. And water came out. Hashem made a miracle. God made a miracle that there was water. Came out of a, like a fountain of water. And a carob tree just came out. Carob tree came out. So imagine, you're living your whole life, 13 years, with carobs and water. I mean, I know you... If, if I have the same dinner three times in a row, I'll say, honey, what's going on? Everything okay? I'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, some guys, if it has twice, uh, you know, you, know you, you get my point. Imagine 13 years having cabs and water. 13 years. And I don't understand. Hashem couldn't make that, it'll have like uh, different types of fruits every day, have pears, have oranges, have, uh, you know, coconut, make pina colada, something, you know, you can't give them some uh, item. Hashem, God couldn't do that? Has he, has he water all day? Can't have lemonade, iced tea, this, that, can't, blah, 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 you know, no. Hashem can do anything he wants, correct? Yes or no? So he can make uh, anything he wants. Oh, water, water, What's going on? I don't like that. Do you know Hashem Boyochai didn't have clothes? 
He had clothes. Sorry, Mikila. He had clothes. He had, he had one set of clothes that he only wore for prayers. And what did he do the rest of the week? He dug, in the sa- he dug himself in the saying to learn Torah up to his neck. Him and his son. Yeah, what, what? You're learning it. I want you to tell you what. This is what. This is the truth. He dug in Mechila. I hope I didn't embarrass you. I love you. You're there now. Tom, please. Sick. Why? As I go now. Imagine. 13 years. He's sitting in what? In sand and learning Torah. With this. And the Yonavi, by the way. The Yonavi came to him to teach him Torah. You know that, right? And the Yonavi was teaching him also as well. He got involved. You know, I got a... I got a... The Yonavi came involved. The Yonavi. He told me the Sodot of the Sodot. How do you think about the Zohar? And the Yonavi was learning with Shem Baruch Shem Baruch brought down the Zohar. So, what happened was, 13 years, you can imagine how many blisters a person could have from sin on his body. Us, we have one blister on our mouth, we go crazy. Give me the, what's, it, what's those things? Blistex? Give me the blister. Ah, I can't, I need to go this. Ah, the guy can't smile anymore. I can't look at this guy. I can't, I can't. I have a thing. I have a chapped lip. I can't, I can't. Every time he smiles, it starts bleeding again. Ah, I can't, I can't, I can't. Guy goes crazy for one chopped lip. Think about his whole body. Remember, your guy's whole body is chopped. His whole entire body. After 13 years, of Ben Hasben Yair. You know who Ben Hasben Yair was? It was his father-in-law. His father-in-law took him to the bathhouse. He said, "Come, let me give you. Let, 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 let's give you a shower." And every time he was getting that shower, Ben Hasben Yair was crying. I feel so bad for you. Imagine. After 13 years, and all of a sudden, you're hearing everything is cracking in his body. This, that, 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 that. Pain! And her husband, you hear his phone starts crying. I, I feel bad. I'm so sorry for you. And what does Rashbi tell his father? Don't feel sorry for me. No, 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 Relax. Don't feel sorry for me. What do you mean? I feel sorry. He says, if I wasn't, if you didn't see me like this, I wouldn't be able to steig and learn as much Torah. You see, in life, there's a lot of distractions. In life, what's the biggest distraction? Phone. No. No. Money. Money. Money is the biggest distraction. Everybody, yeah, don't, don't, don't check it. This is the truth. This is the truth. I'm telling you the truth. You know why? I'll tell you why. You know, there was a big Yetzirah for Abu Dazara. Everybody knows Abu Dazara what it is? Abu Dazara, everybody knows. I don't worship. There was a big Yetzirah back in the day for idol worship. One rabbi said to another, I don't understand, what is this idol worship business? This, that, what, what is going on over there? Another rabbi said, if you were living in their generation, you would run so fast to bow down to the idol. <laughs> What's going on over there? But nowadays, imagine I bring a Buddha. I bring him here, okay, Rabotai, this is the Buddha, bow down to the Buddha. You're going to think I'm crazy, the guy's nuts. But I don't understand. You look at the whole levy, right, Mark? The whole levy, what does it speak about? They did have a dozen over here. They did have a dozen over there. Like, what's going on? I, I don't understand. I don't understand. The answer is, the Yetzirah was so strong that you couldn't imagine. So the, so the bad thing, they got together, the rabbi Ramin got together, and they expelled the Yetzirah for Abu Dazirah. There's no anti-Yetzirah. There's no Abu Dazirah. But of course, the Yetzirah got involved. And the Yetzirah says, what are you going to do? I need an item. I need, to get the, I need to get the Jewish people with something. You took away my item. Avodazara was my guy. Avodazara was my eye gang. Baal Peor. You know what happened to Baal Peor, right? They had to make 
on the idol. Worship the idol you have to make. And people are doing it. Come on, how can it be? Molech. There was Avodah that you put your kid in between the a fire. You put your kid in between the psycho. Not so. What's going on? You don't know the Yitzhah. You don't know what the Yitzhah was. Even with girls, it doesn't even make sense. Nowadays, a guy has Yitzhah for girls. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The Gemara speaks about it. It's, excuse me, ladies. Excuse me when I say this. But what is it? We are a sack full of blood. And people go crazy. Ah! A sack full of blood. Okay, it's more than that. You want to say more than that. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, people, they, they, and that's why it's so important for a lady to be tzniyut. How could she not be tzniyut? She could be machshir. She could uh, make a stumbling block for, for, uh, for a man. It's asur. You're not allowed. Asur gamud. Hazve shalom. She wants to be on her head, the avon? No way. Of course, not on her. You can't look, of course. It's not her avon. You have to be careful. But if she is so provocative that she makes you look, eh, some girls, they want to do it on purpose sometimes. Look at me. And they play with their hair. Hey, look at me. Hello. Chill out. You want your hair. You know what I mean? Anyway. Anyway. But you, 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 hear, you hear my point. I'm trying to say that it doesn't even make sense. But the Yetzirah paints a picture of a Vodah Zarah. And now, da da. And what do people do? They're bowing down. They're doing this. They're doing that. They shake to the left. Shake to the right. Bow down to the front. And then da Vodah Zarah. How could it be? They took away the Avodah Zarah. We don't have it nowadays. However, the Yitzhah said, I need an item. And they gave him what money? What would a person do for a buck? Oh my goodness. Now you see your true friend. Test him with some money. You know who's your real friend. And you know who's your fake friend. You understand what I'm saying over here? Maybe you don't understand what I'm saying, but do you understand what I'm saying or no? Yeah, you can tell the guy right away, straight up, straight up. When it comes to the dollar, dollars are no. Hello, hello. You forgot about God. All of a sudden, the guy wants to leave early. Why? He wants to sit sit down. Hashem gives you the money. <coughs> Hashem gives you the money. What are you leaving early for? You're praying, 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 praying to God, praying to God, praying to God all day, every single day, answering Kaddish. The one Amen will give you the biggest deal in your business. The next day, guaranteed, you can have more money. No, no question. Who's giving you the panasa? It's the it's the Spanish guy that's gonna buy his cell phone, or it's God that's gonna send all the Spanish people to your office, to your store, to buy cell phones. No, who? <coughs> Hashem sends them. When you make a phone call and you're making a sale, who's getting that? Hashem sending you the sale. So how can a person leave in the middle of prayer? They go, that shows, you know what? I believe if I go to work early, I'll make more money. That's what you really believe? Because how does the Yetzirah play the game? He says, <coughs> money. You got to make money. How many times relationships and families stop? Thank you, Bobby. He's a Kohen. He's doing this. Scammer's book. Gnesh says, Scammer's book, Bobby. How many times relationships, I'm sure you guys hear, Engage? He got it. He got all the money. Engagement. They're about to get married. Oh, how much are you putting down? Are you making a nice wedding? I'm making a nice wedding. Oh, no. I can only afford this. Oh, I can only afford this. I'm embarrassed. I can't. I can't do this. I can't do that. So for money, they're ready to break the engagement. They're ready to break the wedding. How many times you have divorce? The lady, she wants to spend. Husband's not making it. What happened? The lady says, listen, honey, either provide 
or out. You see the door? Out or in this or out, out. <laughs> Come on. Come on, you're being serious over here. You're being serious. You really want to divorce your husband because you got, you got to be joking me, right? Come on. Come on. Come on. You're, you're eating bread and butter and food. What's the problem? You're living, right? Correct? I don't understand. What are you lacking? Onion rings. What are you lacking? You know what I'm saying? What do you want? You want a, you want a gold uh, diamond ring on, on your finger? Like, what is it? Just stone? I don't understand. You want, we'll, we'll knock a stone on the ground. We'll give you a stone diamond ring. What, I don't understand what you want. Gold? We'll knock some gold. Where does gold come from? From the ground. That's what you want. Gold? Khazabaru. What is it? What is, what is gold going to do for you in life? What about your husband? No, 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 no. How about he's not providing? I'm not interested. Eh? Asud. Very big Asud. Very big Avera. Not what? The Yetzirah plays his tricks with money. He's ready. People are ready to give up their religion for money. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know that yourself. There's no Hadush I'm telling you over here. They're ready to give it up. All of a sudden... They could uh, sketch a deal. They can make believe and make a fake signature or make this, 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 that and make the deal even if it's not honest. You're selling your religion dishonesty for what? For some paper? What? For what? You hear what's going on? What's the matter, Mike? You see, the Yetzirah money, even if they have money, <coughs> they go in and they go in even aggressive, more aggressive. They're ready to sp- stop Minyanim. guy was telling me, Rabbi, I want to pray Mincha in Minyan. The guy doesn't want to make Mincha in Minyan. Why? He's making, he's making hundreds of millions of dollars. Rabbi, no. I said, why? He says, no, he wants the, <coughs> the money to keep on rolling. Come on. God's going to give you the money. Don't worry about it. The money's money's going to come. You can't chip around religion in order for you to make more money. <coughs> it doesn't work like that. Because <coughs> money needs Baracha. Sometimes a person can have this amount of money and have more barakah than a guy has this amount of money. You understand? <coughs> Everybody in the surah just said, <coughs> it's not how much money you have. It's how much barakah that you have in the money. And, <coughs> and therefore, and therefore, we have to know, we have to work hard and to guide ourselves <coughs> to what's real in life. You know, there was a fellow, he was going to America, he was, he was um, from Russia, he spoke Russian, whatever, things like that. He was going to America and he had a stopover to uh, Paris or something like that. He was going to America, I don't know what he was doing, he was going, he's stopping over in Paris and then entering America. And before he was making it, he was moving from Russia to America, to live in America. But he had a stopover in France, in Paris for a week. He, he found out, what do they speak in uh, France? French. French. He took a course and he made sure to learn the language, the French language. Kept on learning the French language. Learning the French language. Learning the French language. He knew it like this. He was on the plane. He came off to France. Paris. He knew everything. He knew how to talk, walk the walk, talk the talk. Guess what? After the week was over, he came to America. 
when he came to America, he didn't know English. His family told him, you fool. You fool. We're living in America forever. We moved to America forever for good. You went ahead and took a course to learn French instead of learning the English language? Are you nuts? We're living here for so many years. Aren't you a fool? But guess what? That fool is us. Because we're living in this world how many years? 120 years. The language that speaks here in the outside world is money. That's the language. But the language that our final destination is what? The language is the Torah and the mitzvot. That's the language. And people forget. And they feel this is the stopover. They're forgetting where their destination is. So they're exactly the same guy that's stopping over in France and saying, I was learning French. Hello, buddy. You're there for a week. You're there for 120 years. And then you have the destination, the real destination, that's there for a billion, trillion years. What language do they talk over there? Torah Mitzvot language. You're not going to show a Benjamin Franklin a $100 bill and, hey, yeah, come in. Uh, yeah, what is that? Uh, you want to blow your nose with it? Come on, use tissue. You know, I don't want to tell you. But over here, we use the Torah language and the Mitzvot language, and that's it. That's why you got to work hard for the Torah and the Mitzvot. And now, I'd like to answer up the question. The question we had in the beginning was, Hashem's holding on to, that we answered was the Zohar HaKadosh, was the mystical, mystical sides of the Torah, where God Himself holds that Torah, and some points of the Torah is so great, that God Himself has to give you that extra beracha for that learning of the highest level mystical of the Torah. Then you have the Torah Shebikhtav. But Torah Shebikhtav is the written law. is the Chumash. That is, you could learn it up. But then you have the middle two. The middle two, where God's hands are not on, and Moshe Rabbeinu's hands were not on, that's the middle two tfachim. You know what that represents? The Nezah HaKodesh says that represents the oral law. It represents the Talmud Bavli. It represents the Talmud Yerushalmi. You know why? Because that requires exertion. That requires effort. And if you're not willing to put in the effort, first of all, it's very hard to enjoy it. It's sweet like honey. It's sweet like milk and honey. But if you're not ready to exert it yourself to understand what the oral law is saying, it's very hard to enjoy it. It's very hard to enjoy it. You have to put in effort. You have to focus. You have to oh, plug in. Otherwise, it's very hard. Very, very hard. You know? Rabbi Abba, the Zohar says a story about Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Abba put a sign up. You want to be wealthy? Come learn. 
Yeah? Imagine how many guys came in. How many guys walking by? Oh, yeah, I'll come learn. 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 Everybody's learning. Everybody's learning. And he says, you're going to be wealthy. And there was one guy, Yossi. This Yossi was a little bit, he said after a few months, you know, Rabbi, where's the paycheck? You said the big, you're going to get wealthy. No, where's the money? Where's the moolah? You know, the money. money. So he got upset. The Rabbi got upset. Rabbi Abba got upset. He said, he understood the second a person that tastes the sweetness of learning, there's no turning back. He wouldn't care about anything in life but Torah. Must be he wasn't learning correctly. It's so beautiful! You gotta crack Tosafot. You know how beautiful Tosafot is? You know how beautiful Tosafot is? People never learned the right way of Tosafot in their life. Never in their life. They could go around their whole life, 90 years living in the life, 100 years, they never got one Tosafot correctly. I remember one time my Habuta and I, we cracked the Tosafot for three and a half hours. All we did was one Tosafot for three and a half hours. I never had a better day in my life. I went home to my wife and said, you know what I said, I had the best day. What would you do? I did Tosafot. Oh, that's what you did? Yeah, yeah. That's what I did. Yeah, great. We had a party. You know? Had a little high and we had a whole thing. After that. One Tosafot. You know, it's breaking the vault. You know what you know, Tosafot? You know this Tosafot in Baal Batra? Baal Batra, there's a Tosafot that, that over there, it's like a whole page long. They said, what, what is this page long? What is this Tosafot? What is this? A whole page? A whole page? whole page back and forth. So one of the Balet, there's different rabbis. One of the rabbis were in jail. And they were gonna get they were gonna get killed the next day. They took they knew they were gonna get killed for sure. They were gonna get killed. They ready ready to with the bullet. They took their they pricked their finger, and they wrote on the wall of the jail cell the entire tosafot, and that is the tosafot that we have in Batra. You see what they did? They gave up their lives. We're sitting down. We're having a cup of coke. Let's not tosafot. Come on, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you gotta be you gotta work. You gotta work. I understand. Everything in life, you know how to work hard for. But Torah, you know how to work hard for? A guy to, Rabbi, I'm not coming tonight. I can't find parking. It's crazy parking. I'm not coming. <laughs> I understand you. He's ready to put blood on, on the wall to write this about, and you can't even go look for parking. <laughs> you gotta be, that's what it is. I'm telling you the truth. That's what it is. That's what it is. Because we don't understand the value of the Torah. Do you realize if you put all the money in the world, Jeff Bezos, he has $100 billion. Take $500 billion, put it on one scale. It does not equal up to one word of Torah. you got to get it in the brain. It doesn't equal up to one word of the Torah. A guy has to accept and be committed to learn more and more. Guy says, once a week, I'm good. What do you do? I learn once a week, once a week. I understand, you make money once a week? Uh, every day you're making money, right? Every day you're popping in hundreds, thousands, thousands, five thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand. Now you know, that's it. But it goes on. Rabbi, I don't want to If you took Torah like a business, which you should, which you should, take it like a business, like you want your business, run your Torah business. Because that is the real business. That is the one that you're taking with you forever. And you got to work hard for it. And you got to do it. And you got to set yourself and go, well, Rabbi, I'm doing this, Rabbi. When do you have Gemara class? I'm coming. I'm committed. I don't care how hard it's going to be. I don't care what time it's going to be. I'm there. Go look at the commanders in the, in the, in the Tzahal. Go look. Go look. You know what they do in the army? You know what they, how they work out? 
Go take any Tzahal member, any guy in the Tzvah Ganali Israel, Israeli army. You'll see how they work. Two o'clock in the morning, the guy's going to sleep. Four a.m., he's up. Two hours, he's slept, and he's happy about it. Yalla, let's go. Things, bombs, lights, that, that. I'll do it for every day. Us, Rabbi, I, I slept to two o'clock, seven thirty's class. I don't know. It's five and a half hours. The guy's sleeping two hours, five and a half. At least you have five minutes. Yeah. Come on. You're playing games over here. You know why? Because you're not taking it with your whole love and your whole heart. You're not taking it like your life. You're saying, oh, it's good. It's a secondary thing. It's something beautiful. If I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. No, 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 no. It's not. The, it's, it, what is it? It's the card in your life. You got to take it and you got to take it to, to, to the end. You got to take it like it's your life. You got to take it like it's your breath of air. I can't breathe. And it's not just once a week. You got to go to the next level. You got to start saying, you, you want a portfolio, right? You want a real, real estate, the uh, whole situation, right? I want one. You also want one. I'm not talking about this world. This world, everybody should be blessed with everything. Man. I'm talking about the next world. You want a whole, you know, Yosef, you did your Halevi? You ever hear of Yosef, you did your Halevi? You know who he was? Before he died, he told her of Nathan Salem. Of Nathan Salem. He, he wrote him, a, 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 before he died, he, saw, he wrote him a whole situation. You know what he wrote him? He said, before I die, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. You know what I'm not done Salem told him? If I'm not done Salem told him, I'll do it, but I want you to tell me two things. I want you to do two things for me. He tell, this is really the Brikat Yosef. He says, one thing, I want you to come to me in a dream and tell me what's the din in Hajbon and Shamayim. And the second thing, he didn't have kids, Rav Natan Salem. He says, I want a kid. I want a boy. I want something. Guess what? If Yosef, he did the Halevi, died. If Nathan Salem took care, Zatzal took care of everything, of the burial and everything of the will that he said before he died. And for weeks after that, he never heard a dream from Yosef did Halevi. So he went to his grave. And he was on his grave. He said, listen. We're not, we're not, you're not catching me over there. We're not playing games. We had a deal, a deal, a deal. <laughs> I did everything you said. You said you're going to come back in a dream. What's going on? A few nights later, Rav Yosef Yedidia Halevi came to him in a dream. Guess what happened? He said, first of all, I'll tell you, he said, what's the deen of Dan Shamayim? He told him, listen, he was going to this level and that level and that level. And then they wanted to stick him because he was wasting time of Torah learning. They wanted to put him in Gehinnam for a little bit and bring him out because he wasted some time in Gehinnam. But when he went into the Gehinnam, he was going like this, like that. They went to the first gate of Gehinnam. They went over there and there was a blockage. They went to the second gate. There was a blockage. They went to the third. There was a blockage. He said, you know what those blockage was? The first gate was my Gemara that I learned. I, I worked hard. They didn't let me go. They said, no, 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 no. I'm protecting him. They went to the second gate. <laughs> Came the Allah, the Musad, the Pesker, all the different ones. I'm protecting him. I'm protecting him. You guys need ammo. We need ammo. We need protection. We need bodyguards. What do you think? The joke? You go into a real world. This world's a fake world. It's a fake world. It's real, but it's fake. It's fake in the sense where we in and we out. Look at your great grandfather. Is he still alive now? No. But he's in the real he's in the real world. 
We understand this is a destination. This is the stop over to get to the real destination. And that's why every one of us have to take a real. And they have to take a stand. And Shavuot is coming. And a person in life has to say, what do I want in life? Do I want to live life like an Amma Aretz? To learn one hour a whole week? No, one hour a week. When was 25 times 7? Tell me. What's 25? What's 24 times 7? Anybody know? Huh? Do it on the calculator. It's okay. If you don't know about how you don't know about how. I know nowadays calculator. A guy doesn't have to use his brain anymore. He just uses the calculator. What is it? 168 hours in a day. What? A week. 168 hours a week. So what do you want to do? You want to invest one hour for 168 hours? One hour a week? Makes sense. It's like a point oh one is that? But what people are telling me, Rabbi, I'm lazy, I can't wake up, I'm lazy, I'm this, I'm that. The guy's going to kick himself in the head a million times. Why didn't I listen to Rabbi Palach when he said, Torah, 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 that's the language, that's the business, that's the money, that's the this, that's the that. Yeah, keep, on, keep on hitting him in his head. Rabbi, you should have hit me with a hammer on my head. You, did, you didn't do hard enough, you know. Should have gone with a nail. Bah, bah, bah. I didn't hear it hard enough. We said it, we said it today. We said it today. Everybody has to go home. Shavuot is coming even now. You know, there's, like a, there's a few second rule, by the way. Because the second you get out of here, how does Yitzhak play? He puts on the music, he puts on this, he forgets about it, he gets his emails, he gets his WhatsApp, he gets his text, he gets this, he gets that. The Yitzhak wants you to forget about this, by the way. The second we walk out of this room, he wants you to forget about all this. And even on the camera, he wants you to forget about the camera. Whoever's listening, he wants you to forget about it. Forget about it! Not true. No, 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 I'm not going to forget about it. I'm going to commit. Right now, I'm going to think how I'm going to commit. I'm going to think how I'm going to learn more Gemara. How am I going to learn, more, learn, 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 learn more Torah? And that's what they were saying. Moshe was going to be the Torah Shabbat you got to work hard for. That's the two empty Tfachim. Moshe held two, that's the Torah Shabbat Hashem held the other two, that's the Zohar, the heavy, heavy duty Torah. Hashem, you'll get it, Bezad Hashem. Hashem will give it to you. The middle is the working hard for the Torah. Working on Torah Shabbat Sit down. Make a Cheshbon HaNefesh. Take it like a business. Take it like a business. Just like you see your stocks go up, stocks go down, stocks go up, stocks go down. I do that myself, by the way. I have a, I have a ledger. I write down how many hours I, I learned today. How many hours I learned today? How many hours I learned today? How many hours I learned today? Imagine one day I come home, I, I write zero hours. I learned zero hours. Hello? Hello? I learned zero hours? <laughs> oh, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? What do you think? Zero, 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 zero. At least put something. At least put one, ten minutes. At least put one ten. That's something. Commercial. Take it seriously. Life is serious. You live once. Make it count. Write it down. Put, put yourself, I want to build myself. I want to go to the next level. I want to learn more. And with that, you'll see Barakha in your life. You'll see Barakha in this world. You'll see Barakha in the next world.